tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Hi, I'm Teresa Blaze, and this is the Unresolved Life Podcast. Today, I've got Miss uh, Sharon Smaga. You guys know her. She's been around. Uh, she's been on this platform a few times, and she is the uh, founder and host of the Pop Coach Life podcast, which is a part of the Unresolved Podcast Network. I really recommend you guys go check out her stuff. It's really, really good. And today, I want to ask you guys a question, and it's something that uh, I've actually had to uh, deal with, and it's, you know, oftentimes here on the show, we, we deal with a lot of rough subjects, or we deal with a lot of questions, or we deal with a lot of this or a lot of that. But the question I want to pose to Sharon, I think, is this. How do you know when you just need a break from it all? I mean, there comes that time when, you, when, when, you're, like, when you're like, I've had enough. I just need a break. So I, I really want to dive into that because I have a feeling there's a lot more there. So first of all, Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be back. Well, we're always glad to have you. Um so I want to actually pose that question to you, Sharon. How do you know when you need to take a break from doing life, so to speak? Um, that's a wow, that's a big question, huh? But you always ask me really good and really big questions. And it's kind of interesting because I just came off of taking a break. I just came off vacation, as you know. So, um, you know, there's a lot of answers going through my mind. The first thing that pops to my mind on a humorous level is, well, when you're walking around wanting to throat punch people, you probably need a break. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do that on the regular, but you know. Right. So, um, you know, and I think my sense is the question you're asking is more about kind of uh, what I would call, I call it balancing my fulcrum, you know, knowing where my fulcrum is, balancing on my fulcrum. So, How do I know when, what's my balance between work and play, industry and rest? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, because, I mean, it seems to me like, I mean, putting aside the news, you watch that for a little bit and you're you're pretty much on whatever whatever spectrum you want to look at it from, you're pretty much uh, not in a good place. Um, But then there's also just doing life and doing and dealing with the number of things that can come up because of it. At what point do you go, you know what, I need to just get away from it all. Which is also impacted, of course, for all of us by our resources or, you know, at times lack of. So maybe talking about some, like, I literally just came back from a vacation, but maybe, you know, other times it's not time to travel or I don't have the money to, but I kind of need that disconnect. Here's what's challenging about this question to me is that you kind of have to know if you've got balance to begin with, right? Like I feel like a lot of us are either really disconnected too much and aren't really participating in our lives in a meaningful way or pursuing the things that we really care about. We're sort of just disconnected doing the grind to make ends meet. And then I think a lot of us live at the other end of that spectrum, um, and this is my tendency, what I struggle with is to just be so in the doing um, that I forget to sit back and enjoy 
the accomplishment or the fruits of the, my labor would be a better way to put it, but the fruit of the labor, if you will, and appreciate that. So I think we live in a, a very kind of rushed, uh, sort of frantic, hectic world. And I think depending on our personality and temperament, we can very easily go to either one of those extremes where I'm shut down, disconnected, going through the motions, but don't want to really be present. Um, or I'm so busy doing all the things that I'm lost in that and sort of missing out on the present, missing out on life and the purpose of this all, if that makes sense. I think there's plenty of people that are that kind of live in both extremes. And it's not like you are stuck in one extreme. You can kind of go from one to the other, depending on what's going on and what's causing it. Well, and you say what's causing it is what we think between our ears. (laughs) Right. So the, the reality we live in isn't simply what we experience. It's what we believe and tell ourselves about our experiences if I go through something challenging and my internal message is, you know what? It never goes my way. I don't know why I keep trying. Nobody gives a crap what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. I'm probably going to disconnect, right? If my internal dialogue, when I hit those bumps in the road is I have to do this no matter what, then I'm, I'm probably going to go to more to that other extreme. I call it this, and I actually just posted this, I think, yesterday for Pop Coach Life, um, because I've been thinking about this a lot, which you didn't know. So it's kind of interesting that this was the question you came to the table with today. But I posted yesterday, don't be so busy trying to create a perfect life that you miss out on having a quality life. And I think we're talking about balance, which I think when there's balance, we're kind of tagging into that quality of life idea. Because if I have balance, I have the work ethic, I have the industry, I have the responsibility of creating and and contributing and accomplishing, but I also have the connectivity and relationship and understand that the relationships are really why I do all these things, if you will. And so that gives us a sense, that's a quality of living, in my opinion, that's not always about finances or um, time. It's more about decisions we make in our heads about what's important and getting up and acting on those decisions. And it doesn't have to be big, major life changes. Uh, one of the things I do when I do get to travel, which I'm always really appreciative of um, the experiences I have there that I get to bring home with me, but also that it helps me appreciate home even more. But I always come back and I kind of assess. So I'm in that assessment period where I'm going, okay, what was different about the trip that really enriched my life that I did because I was on vacation, but could be doing in my daily life, but I've just chosen not to engage. And and you might kind of laugh at this, but one of the ones I came to this trip was we walked everywhere. We walked all over the place and it really um, relaxed me more. It shifted my energy level into a place I really liked. And I thought, why do I come home and sort of couch potato it? And I realized, well, I make excuses. I work really hard and I do, and I'm tired and I just want to veg out and brain dump and right. But I realized something as simple as if I just get up, I get up at six every morning anyway. So instead of maybe watching the news, I could take the dogs out for a walk. And this is like my big next life change I'm talking about making as silly as that sounds is just getting up three to five days a week 
at six o'clock. And instead of, you know, making excuses, oh, I need my coffee to wake up. I can take my coffee with me. Just take the dogs out, get out in that fresh morning air before it gets hot and go for a stroll because we just strolled everywhere on this trip and it felt so good. It was so good for me physically and mentally. So it doesn't have to be this big, huge, major change. It's just about recognizing something that brings that balance and quality into our daily living. I, um, I, you know, I think about that, like, you know, cause Mike and I, we walk everywhere, you know, uh, a, a, a lot of times, or, you know, when we do get transportation, we do get transportation. But, you know, a lot of times we do a lot of walking. And so you do a lot of um, listening to what's around you. And I think when, you, when, you, when, when you're doing that, it, it almost feels like you're more engaged with the, the environment around you. You know, um, it's, it's, no, I'm not, you know, and I, I can, um, I, I'm almost thinking of, uh, you almost bring to mind um, a lot of times uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I haven't listened to lately, and I probably should, is um, uh, the Ransomed Heart podcast. And, uh, you know, they talk about this often about uh, especially like needing to like have that balance that we're talking about because, you know, it, it almost seems like, you know, we've got the two extremes that we talked about, right? And then we've got the outside factors that happen, the big events, the small events, the, you know, you reference the news and everything that comes with that. And it almost feels like if we don't take the time to reorient ourselves, then we're going to live in a perpetual state of um, just reaction. I I actually agree with that um, because all we're left with is the reactivity in a moment because we're letting our emotional mental health be dependent on circumstance, right? So all I can do in a circumstance really, if if you think about it that way in concrete terms, is I'm reacting to what's happening versus deciding things for myself about myself, regardless of circumstances. And and life is all about juxtaposition. And I think we fail to realize that we most people would intellectually give assent to that statement and say yes and agree. But most of us live at most of the time, I would argue, as if certain things have to align a certain way and be a certain way for us to experience joy and rest and peace. So, and those so turmoil and joy coexist. They're not mutually exclusive. So you're so 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 your your thinking here is that basically no matter what is happening, you can still carry that joy that you have despite the situations you may find yourself in. That is what I am proposing. Hmm. Well, I think mo- what we do is we, I call it scouring. I'm trying to have the scoured experience. Like you scour your sink and clean it up. We're waiting to kind of have this scrubbed up or scoured up version of life, right? So when it's clean enough, when things are tidy enough, when it's orderly enough, then I can relax and enjoy myself and have fun. But ha- I've never had a time in my life where, you know, it was scoured. <laughs> It's always, there's always a circumstance. There's always a challenge in a relationship. There's always something going on in the world that is, you know, very tragic, whether we're aware of it or not. This is the state that of being that we live in, this turmoil, these negative, difficult things. And I think we maybe kind of tend to have this idea that if we were doing things right, these things wouldn't happen. 
or and on the other side of that, I think we kind of tend to think, well, if I don't feel horrible because something happened, then I'm not a good person. I have to feel horrible to prove I'm a good person. And I learned many years ago, early on in my career uh, in mental health, because I, you know, I'm chronically working with difficult situations. And at that time, some pretty horrible situations because of where I was doing mental health. So did I have to feel horrible to have empathy for my clients and their families? Was it okay? And I had to wrestle with this kind of thing very early on and, and wrestling with, is it okay to go home and feel so good about my life and my husband and my son and then two sons, you know, if other people don't have that or are suffering? And the answer is yes, always yes. Just like now that I am widowed, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have joy in your marriage because I'm widowed. You being miserable or pretending to be doesn't make me feel any better about being widowed, right? So life and death, you know, are always at play and on the micro and the macro level, on the concrete level and in a in a symbolic way, right? There is well, like it's for example, um, this is just an example as you as you bring that up. Um I'm a huge uh, Arizona Cardinals fan, and I find enjoyment in listening to that uh, or listening to podcasts around them. I, I, it's uh, now granted I do that. Uh, I'm, I'm doing that a lot more because I'm getting ready to launch the next season of our uh, football podcast with a friend of mine. At the same time, over the weekend, over this past weekend, one of the new, newly signed players actually died in a car accident, and. I was just like, oh, um, life and death really came to roost in something that I actually enjoy. And I, I, I you know, I, you kind of had to, I had to sit back and go, well, damn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know? I, uh, you know, I always say to people, I, it amazes me how we joyful we are at new life and how shocked we are by the loss of it. <laughs> and I don't know. You know, we always seem to insist on being shocked by it. I think it's 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 okay to let it impact us. Like, I want to feel that empathy. I want to feel that moment of, oh, wow. I want to feel that moment of, I wonder, you know, how his family is. But but I can't live in that for me. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, and and it was funny listening to that particular show because they were like, I don't, we don't know how to exactly transition into football after talking about this. But you, you know, and I'm like, I'm with you there, buddy. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. I mean, and and it was just like, and I, I immediately found myself going, God, I hope he's. You know, I hope I hope he had a relationship with you, you know, and I, I I found myself just praying for the family and then and then moving on with the show because they were talking about um, uh, OTAs and training camp and this and that. And uh, and 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 so I'm, I'm moving on with that. But then I'm also thinking, well, geez, is that going to impact the team pretty hard, too, because now they've got to replace that player if or, or replace that position. And it was just like, you know, and so you really have to. I, I think I bring it up because even in the things we enjoy, you know, you can't scour out the bad stuff. You can't scour it. You take it all. You either engage in living and that means you take it all or you get none of it. I'm certain the Cardinals organization will will um, will deal, do OK. I'm certain, you know, that it was a shock for them. You know, I mean, they 
I mean, he, the guy, you know, he and I'm, and, and it's funny because, like, he was a former uh, Minnesota Viking. And so I'm pretty sure that organization felt the loss, too, because he probably had friend, friends and family out there, you know? I mean, you know, and so you kind of, you, you know, it's like, oh, wow, didn't see that coming. Okay. So here, here's the juxtaposition, though. And you it, and it was in everything you just said, it's just about teasing it out and labeling it. The juxtaposition was, was that a terrible thing? Yes. But think about somebody th- that your next thought is about all the people that that life impacted. And that is the beauty. So there's your juxtaposition, beauty. Like, and beauty. I don't know anything about him. I, I, I know, I know very little about him. I, I, you know, cause I hadn't had a chance to research him up to the, you know, but I can't imagine that he didn't have impact. I mean, he was like 25 years old, you know, but, but I can't imagine he didn't impact people. There's the juxtaposition we've, we've got to learn to live in, to have that balance you're talking about. And I think it's about a way of thinking to come back a little bit to where we started with this to begin with, because I, I don't know if we're connecting things well for listeners yet, because you and I just get to going and I'm tracking your track and I don't know if the listeners can track what we're talking about, but it's the same thing in the work and play, right? If you're waiting for the perfect moment to play, you're never going to play. If you're, if you're looking for life to give you permission to rest, you're never going to rest. No, because life moves at such a, breakneck speed i mean i live in a smaller town as you do we we live you know in a really really i wouldn't say it's a you wouldn't city yeah it's not it's not one of those blinking you miss it kind of towns but it it has a slower pace if you go to somewhere like chicago or uh or new york or you know wherever they live at a very fast pace and you either keep up or get left behind well, that's certainly what people believe, isn't it? Whether it's true or not, because <laughs> the reality is there are probably a lot of things in life, and this might be my age talking now, but that we've been, you know, the youngins call it FOMO, fear of missing out, that probably we just need to miss out on. And <laughs> the re- I think the reality for me is when if something's going to pass me by because I'm not willing to hustle and and chase after it, with everything I've got in me, then it's probably not mine and I need to let it pass me by. I, maybe I need to let it leave me behind because there's, you know. So again, there's the experience like I'm talking about, which is living in a fast-paced city, but then what's your internal narrative about it? And that, oh man, that brings up a whole nother issue because you're dealing with the idea of hustle and this grinding that we get into and well and one of my hashtags is hustling grind and another one's on gear 10 i think there's a time and a place for it but i but i don't i can't live in that chronically um and that's why i said earlier you know my tendency is to go there too for too long so i really have to really keep myself in check and talk to myself and i've got people in my life that love me that are willing to um look at me and say hey When's the last time you took a break? Hey, when are you maybe taking a vacation? Because they see it. I have one that she'll say, how do you get all that done? And that's her nice way of saying that might be like a superhuman thing you're not supposed to do. <laughs> you know, they'll call me into that loving accountability. And, and so know who your people are, know what your struggle is, know where you tend to go out of balance and know who your people are that'll call it. You know, um, it reminds me, I have a, 
we have a pastor friend that we sometimes uh, talk to. He uh, does a lot of work. Um, he used to be the chaplain of the uh, X Games. Um, but he's very much one of these hustle and grind kind of guys, um, you know, <laughs> or, you know, and he also does a lot of motor racing. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, okay. It, it's like a motor, motorbike racing. Well, you know, I'm always, you know, Mike and I always encourage him to rest because he's one of these fast paced kind of dudes, you know, or sometimes I log on to Facebook and sometimes I see, well, he kind of crashed really hard and did this to himself and I'm going, Pastor, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, I love you, but you gotta, you gotta call, you gotta rest at some point, buddy, you know. And I love him dearly. He's he's a cool dude. Um, he's just one of those guys you talk to him. He's on gear ten, and you know. And so I totally get what you're saying. It's and like some of that's probably just his wiring. I'm very much wired that way. I'm the mom that can be on vacation, looking at my kids, going. What is your problem? Get up, let's go. <laughs> and they're calling on their dinner plate. And I'm like, okay, this might be a little out of balance. <laughs> so but we all so we all have different tendencies, right? And then there's yeah, we just gotta recognize that. When I'm in that gear and I'm in uh let's especially if I'm traveling, I my gear shift shifts to where let's go, let's get this done. You know? And you know, it's it but then it, you know, so yeah, I totally hear you. And I think the message that we want to leave our listeners with is if you need that break, take it. It's okay. You're not, life isn't going to pass you by. Well, and if you've kind of been checked out, you're going through the motions, but you're not really engaging. That's take a look at that too, because you may just be caught up in the busyness of what you think you have to do to make ends meet. I tell people all the time, you know, if you're doing the grind, to keep up with the bills then get rid of the bills and slow down the grind or figure out something that you're more passionate about. Like um, I loved going on this trip. It was to celebrate my youngest boy's uh, graduation from high school, but I'm not going to do trips like this so often that I'm trying to hustle and grind to keep up with the money to pay for them. Right. I would rather relax at home or do a weekend camping or so figure out, don't be afraid to assess where you're at, where you're out of balance. Don't be, don't be afraid to ask people who will tell you the truth about it. That might be a spouse who even says, yeah, honey, you've been checked out for about three years now and you seem like you're unhappy, but I don't know what to do about it. You know, ask the people that will tell you the truth. Ask your kids. Oh my gosh. Like sometimes my 18 year old, he just turned 18, by the way, Mr. Big Shot now. And, you know, he looked at me one day and he said, well, mom, you've got this business. You've got that business. You have this project that's really like a third business. No wonder you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes, right? And I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, you're not wrong, but shut up. <laughs> you know, we both laughed. Right. Um, but, but right. He, he was calling me into accountability in a, in a really loving way. And it, he wasn't chastising me. He was just loving on me. So the people that care about us, if we really give them permission, will give us some honest feedback. So if you're listening to this and you're going, I feel out of balance, but I don't know where or how or why, I can't encourage you enough to have the courage to ask the people that really care about you. Because if you will truly give them through your attitude and your words permission to be honest, they can speak some profound truth into your life. And that's a really loving thing 
for them to do. I I really think that Sharon has something. Uh, just so you guys know, and, and you know, you talk about balance. Um, I'm taking a small hiatus from the podcast, um, but I did want to get this one out to you guys because I think there is something to uh, balance and taking a break or knowing where you're out of sorts and how to fix it. Uh, we are going to release this one, but I'm going to be coming back in July and doing the full full shows, uh, the four shows. I just need that. I need a break uh, to kind of reorient the podcast, reorient where I'm at on a lot of things. And so I want to thank you guys for your understanding. I know there's been a lot that's been going on just in my life. And I and and and, and uh, so I'm, I'm taking a small hiatus. You guys, we're going to go ahead and get this show out. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on and reminding us that it's okay to breathe. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, we all need that reminder, don't we? Like, I'm so, I'm actually sitting here thinking, I'm so, that's so cool that you're taking that hiatus and taking that rest and that breath because um, I'm newer at this than you are, but I've already thought in terms of um, taking a month, at least a month off a year from doing this very intentionally. And I think that's a good habit because the other thing that needs to happen, so let, let me just tag this in if I could really quickly, Teresa. One of the most important things to our creativity, guys, is that we rest. Boredom is actually your friend. Boredom is more than we give it credit for. It means your brain has a chance to think beyond your everyday reality, your everyday survival, your everyday needs and goals. It's, it lets your mind wander with intention to imagine what you could create, to imagine what you could be. And that restores not just our physical and emotional minds, but our creative minds as well. Absolutely. And, I, and I'll, I'll end on this. I find, you know, because we take a Shabbat uh, every Saturday, like we take a day of rest. And um, I find that I am more creative. Like I find my mind because I write a lot of poetry and stuff like that. And um, but I find I'm always, I always get like lyrics or something like that, and I'm like, huh, where do I go with that? Okay, I'm gonna write that down and just leave it, you know. And then usually I find myself coming back to it and able to finish it based on what's going on around me or whatever. But I can't tell you how many times that has happened on a Shabbat where I have intentionally said, you know what? I'm going to rest and recoup. Well, if the God of the universe that created it all rested, I don't know what we think we're doing when we don't. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no so, kidding. Yeah. Model. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he kind of says, hey, take a break. You know, it's okay. So, mm -hmm. well, Sharon, where can people find you? Um, I am at popcoach.life on my, that's my website. You can listen to me anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, I think you can catch up with me on YouTube. I know we've been working on that to uh, be more intentional and get that current. I am on most things, social media. Um, so you can also find me there at popcoachlife on Twitter. I am popcoach. Uh, life one, I believe. I guess I should know that, but um, but if you pull up Pop Coach Life, you're gonna find me. So have a listen, check me out, hit a like button, ring a bell, all the things I'm supposed to ask you guys to do. She's learning, guys. <laughs>
it's that's hard for me to ask people to do those things, but I get that it's necessary at times. But overall, really, my encouragement to be any list, please follow me, not even to to do all those things, but because I think it can benefit your life. That's the whole purpose for doing this. So whether it's a podcast I've recorded or done one of these, another one with Teresa on unresolved life, um, or just my social media, it's intended to be stimulating, to make you think, to encourage, to build, to challenge. I love doing that. It's really just to try to serve other people. And I, I like to say that, you know, I'm just struggling beside all of you. And as I learn, I want to share what I have learned or am learning um, because we're all struggling. So let's struggle together and let's struggle well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, uh, my two main socials, I mean, I am on Facebook. You can find me there. I have the Unresolved Life page there. Um, but my the two main socials that I'm the most active on, at least currently right now, are uh, Truth Social. You can find me there. Or you can find me on Twitter, at Teresa Blaze. I'm at Teresa Blaze on both of them. Um, and uh, guys, I, you know, just... Don't be afraid to take that break. Don't be afraid to have that moment of of uh, just being able to breathe, or you know, maybe you maybe you just need to reengage. That's that's fine too. But just know where you're at and act accordingly. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. All right, cool. Well, guys, I'm Teresa Blaze. This is the Unresolved Life Podcast. We will speak again next time. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.